Good morning, Hope College. Happy Monday. How are you guys? Hey, um, it was 20 years ago that I stepped into this place for the first time. And now I get to come back here and share with you about my experience at Hope College. And uh, now I'm the chaplain of athletics. And so that's pretty fun. I get to work with you guys. Um, my name is Matt. I moved here this summer. One of the things that's a great joy to be able to have is to move here the same summer and be named Matt uh, as the president of the college. So there's a lot of perks that come with that. Some free shirts. Sometimes people introduce you. Hello, this is Matt Scogan. That happened just the other day. Um, I am glad I'm not Matt Scogan. Um, how cool is that that we have the, a new 14th president here? Isn't that awesome? This weekend was super special. Actually, I was at Hope College at the same time as Matt, and so I could not be more excited to follow his leadership and to be here with him and to serve alongside of him. And I hope you guys feel the same way. It was 16 years ago that I got to, as a senior, stand up on this stage and share kind of the gospel in a space like this for the first time. I never dreamed or imagined that I'd be back here. I, there was no way I had that type of vision for my life. One of my favorite things to do around Hope College is when I meet someone new is to say, hey, what brought you to Hope? There's nothing greater than hearing someone's story. So I charge you, ask someone, what brought you to Hope? Why are you here? My next follow-up question that I love to ask people is, do you like it here? Oftentimes, immediately, you can see behind their eyes. The answer is more complex than you thought. Do you like it here at Hope College? Some people give the answer, oh, I love it. It's the greatest thing. And there's genuine authenticity there. Some people say, oh, I love it here. It's great. And yet you can see behind their eyes that there's pain and hurt that they're experiencing. Some people are honest enough to say, no, this place is actually really hard for me. You see, that, that was my experience at Hope. I loved it here. I experienced the freedom of the gospel, and I got to discover who I was in unique and complex ways here. But it was also incredibly hard. Hope is not always easy or safe. Sometimes there are times of deep loneliness there's a heartache of a fight with a friend, a breakup with a boyfriend or girlfriend, the anxiety of switching majors. Sometimes you come into a place and you realize that people here don't know what it's like to not be from West Michigan, to not be Dutch or white. The longing for a group of people to fit into an injury that threatened my soccer career, or the shame and fear of waking up the next day wondering if the choices I made the night before are going to affect me for the rest of my life. You see, hope is a beautiful and a complex place. And my charge to all of you is to give yourself the time, space, and grace to experience it all, the joy and the heartache. Because I believe that God wants all of it for you because he's shaping you and molding you and writing your story. This is also why I love the book of John, this book that we're studying together this year. 
because it's the story of Jesus entering into a beautiful and complex place. Coming in, entering in, and bringing life, hope, restoration for all different types of people. Those that want it and those who don't. Those who are sitting in chapel and those who are not. Jesus enters into a beautiful and complex place and brings life. The story that I get to share about today is kind of the first story where Jesus starts to walk along in the Gospel of John, the first time we see him. And there's a couple of guys out, out looking around and they see him. They spot him for the first time. And they say, hey, is that him? Is that the Lamb of God? Is that Jesus? And so they begin to follow him because they were curious. And they started to walk behind Jesus and Jesus turns around, he notices them. He says, what do you want? If Jesus asked me that question, I think I would be dumbfounded. I don't know what I would say. What do you want? Uh, I don't know. I want an A in my class. I want some friends. I want to know who I'm going to marry. I want to know what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. No, they just said, where are you staying? And Jesus said, come. Come and spend the day with me. An invitation to know him more. To see if he's the real deal. To see if he is who he says he is. And that he can bring life and hope in places that we don't understand. See, Jesus invites them in. And after this, they go and they tell their friends and they say, hey, come, you got to see him. You got to know, you got to figure out if he is the real deal. And so people begin to follow him. And then it picks up this other part of the story and it goes like this. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding a guy named Philip, he said, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter before, was from Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about. Jesus of Nazareth. And this is Nathanael's response. Nazareth? What good can come from Nazareth? Come and see. Just come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. And Nathanael responds to Jesus, how do you know me? How do you know me? Jesus answered, I saw you. I saw you. I saw you while you were sitting under that fig tree. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe me just because I told you I saw you? You will see greater things than that. You see, for those of you who are intrigued by Jesus, who get up immediately and follow him and want to know more, Jesus is saying, I'm inviting you to come in, get to know me. And for those of you who are skeptical and cynical and full of doubt, Jesus is saying, I see you right where you're at. It's okay. Nathaniel was skeptical, obstinate, even cynical. Can anything good come from this place of Nazareth? And Jesus says, I see you. Nathaniel's response, how do you know me? How do you know me? How do you know me? It's because Jesus saw him before. I want you to hear this today. If anything else, Jesus sees you right where you're at. 
and that's okay. In your dorm room, Jesus sees you. Late nights in the library, he sees you. When you decide to come to chapel or not, when you're afraid, when you're full of doubt, full of shame from what you've done the night before, or in your room, full of loneliness, longing for belonging, right after you've been bullied or oppressed, Jesus sees you. Whatever country, town, or neighborhood you come from, whether you're wondering what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life, or whether the person you're with is actually who God's calling you to be with, he sees you. Whether you are drunk or sober, he sees you, he loves you, and he wants to invite you to see that there's so much more that he can offer you. There's a quote by this guy I like named N.T. Wright, and he says this, when you go looking for Jesus and discover that he was already looking for you, that will be a day you remember. When you go looking for Jesus and discover that he's already looking for you, that will be a day you remember. Jesus' response to the question, can anything good come from Nazareth? Can anything good come from that place? Is heck yeah! I came from Nazareth. That's what he's saying. God uses all types of people from all different places to proclaim his truth. If you're not hearing me correctly, good comes from the people who come to chapel and those who don't. It comes from people who live in Colin, Voorhees, and Durfee, although I'm unsure about that a little bit. <laughs> it comes from the psychology department, the religion department, the athletic field, and the arts. It comes from fraternities, sororities, and even those who didn't get into them. And it comes from those who looked, act, and believe like you and those who absolutely don't. You see, the beauty of the gospel is that Jesus sees everyone, regardless of where you're from, and longs for all people to know him, to experience the Father's glory, and to live into the power of the Spirit. Jesus wants you to know him, to see him, and you're invited. It's okay if you're full of doubt. It's okay if there's days where you're not sure. He's just saying, come, come and see. And if you're not able to come, he still sees you. Let me pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, thank you for seeing us first, for knowing us and loving us just the way we are. May we know that we are invited into a transformational life with you. In your name, amen. Go in peace.